hello everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, I appreciate everyone who is listening. Fourth episode of my podcast. And today, me and my good friend out in New York City are going to be talking about how to build a better relationship with food. Because um, this day and age, the food industry has kind of uh, brainwashed us. And a lot of people, including myself um, in the past, just just basically hooked on processed foods and refined sugars and um, different types of sweeteners and basically chemicals which um, could be most likely be detrimental to your health both in the long run and in the short term as well so eating whole whole organic foods you know not necessarily organic just eating whole foods I mean most for the most part organic just getting plenty of veg in and um, and, and putting the right fuel into your body um, is something over the last few years I've really managed to hone in on and um, so is my good friend Andrew Bond out in New York. So myself, I know I explained on the last podcast, but myself and Andrew have known each other for about six years and um, we're both good friends from, uh, we're both from the same part of the UK, both from Wales and he now lives out in New York. He's a personal trainer and fitness model and um, his knowledge is, is, is really sharp nowadays due to actually applying himself and learning and evolving as a, both as a trainer and as a uh, nutrition guru and the same as myself. So yeah, so we're good friends, and I thought I'd bring him in on the podcast because we've both been in a place where we're both in a bad, uh, had a bad relationship with food, and mm-hmm. we've both come out the other side now where we're kind of, we've put health, made health a priority, and the aesthetics, over aesthetics, right? over aesthetics any day, mate. Mm, yep. I don't know about that. I still like to look at my abs oh, in the you, mirror. I don't know about you. <laughs> definitely do that daily, but uh, I'm getting a little better. You know? How many times, mate? Is it is it dropped down from uh, 56 times, or? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely like uh, putting the health health first, mate. I'm getting, I'm I'm doing less and less and getting better results, if I'm honest. So um, it's just becoming easier. Definitely, really is over time. Um, I just found a quote yesterday on a podcast. I've forgotten what podcast it was, but um, you'd probably relate to this. Um, they said that you you know you have a body you love and a life that you hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. Yeah, hundred percent. And mm-hmm. that's the way, and that's the way we st- like. Um, what I heard on the podcast recently as well. It's like you know we should train because we love ourselves. Um, not yeah. because we don't love ourselves, essentially. I don't know if that was the exact not words. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Because, I mean, as you know, a lot of people come to you as a personal trainer. And for the most part, they're coming to you because they're insecure about something. And they don't like the way something looks on their body. Or they, they don't, there's something they don't like about their physique. And they want to improve on that. Um, which, you know, it's, the, it, it's kind of the day and age we live in nowadays. But um, when you can get to a point where you make health a priority and you, you, you're connected to your body and in tune with your body in terms of listening to the signals and knowing you know kind of what your body needs is a great place to be isn't it drew i mean because we've both come a long way over the last couple of years right yeah you know um as we touched upon on the last podcast and um, we talked about binging and i have clients who do that all weekend and then they want to push like a high intensity workout with me uh, the following week because they've had an awful weekend of eating mm. i'm actually willing to do that you know i'm trying to give them other options um to get themselves in better shape and to get themselves healthy so whether it be you know restricting um not restricting but um fasting or strength training over high intensity high intensity high intensity because you know you can't out train out train a poor diet exactly and what's that doing to the body that's just applying more stress to the body after you've just stressed it out all weekend for example by by binge eating and putting processed crappy foods into your body which uh by the Mm -hmm. way folks it's no joke i mean i've really started taking it seriously now because um 
I've just educated myself more. And I mean, the stuff, if you go into a superstore, for example, I mean, you'll walk into a superstore, supermarket, anywhere, in, in, especially in westernized countries, you'll walk in there. And the majority of those aisles are just jam-packed with stuff which is coming out of packets, coming out of tins, coming out of boxes, boxes of cereal. I mean, none of this stuff is um, whole. I mean, none of it is designed to be in the body. It's all processed. Uh, it contains refined sugar combined with bad types of fat, uh, which they link into all different types of, of, of serious chronic conditions now. You know, heart disease, yeah. diabetes, you know, the list goes on and on. So it's no joke, folks. I mean... Um, when you walk into a store, I mean, there's the tiny section where you see the fruit and veg and you see the stuff which is not in packets, which uh, most of the time is the stuff you want to be kind of veering towards, right, Drew? Yeah, you know, like these processed foods are definitely elevating our taste buds like in, in poor ways. Um, since I've kind of restricted um, supplements like um, sweeteners and supplements and, and started eating a lot more fruit and vegetables, my the taste of like... But, you know, you might not believe this, but the taste of, like, peppers or strawberries or, or blueberries mate, is, is off the scale. Yeah, the, 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 the taste buds are heightened for sure. Yeah, I can totally agree with that. I mean, um, even when I have, like, like I'll throw something in different, like you said, I'll throw in some red peppers or even, like, say, for example, some raspberries or some berries. I mean, it definitely must do something to the body because the body obviously adapts to, to having foods which are more wholesome and you're not having as much refined sugar. And, you know, because let's face it... <laughs> This is what I was trying to get out with the food industry. I mean, they, they're designing foods, um, for the most part, not giving a blind, you know, a, a, not giving a blind, basically not caring at all about health and nutrition, uh, more just making it palatable and making them taste good. And in order to do that, they're engineering these foods um, just to taste good. And they're just packing and mixing them full of different chemicals to get us hooked. I mean, it's no, if you ask me, it's no different to most drugs out there. You know, they're, they're, they're getting people... Uh, hooked on sugar and processed foods and then you know we become less sensitive then and, and and then eating stuff like veg to people like that to people like myself a few years ago i would be I, most most veg and, and good foods i didn't actually enjoy eating now i've got myself no, to a place yeah got myself to a place it's now where yeah that's it i've got myself to a place now making delicious foods them. like I, you know i don't know about you but i'm super passionate about like getting the message across to people about how i eat now I often you're the the quote like oh, I can never eat like you but really it's not painful it's like I really enjoy like vegetables in the oven roasted veg adding different um, ingredients to it, to it coming up with new meal plan you know that's it um I'm but you know sometimes I have to find myself holding myself back because I know that it's taken me a long process to get there and it may take someone else clients or anyone who's listening to this podcast it may take time to get to that point but when you do truly get to this point you, you're going to feel like a hell of a lot better mentally and physically and you're going to look better for it i promise you oh for sure yeah exactly oh, sure. another thing i wanted to bring up is um is like tracking your calories i mean this for sure is um has transformed my relationship with food because simply um there's a really good app there's numerous apps you can use now but there's a really good app you can use uh, on any smartphone called my fitness pal and um that's the one i tend to use and i think andrew uses it as well um and it just it just makes you mindful of what you put into your body you know because um you can have a look at, you know, it tells you, it breaks down exactly what kind of sugars and what kind of fats you've had and just more than anything, how many calories you're having. And um, most people I get to track are, are normally blown away by the amount of um, sugar and, and bad foods they're kind of putting in. I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing to, to be mindful of what's going in, but um, it, is a, it is a good thing for you to know where you're at and to, to, to basically learn about your body just by, by, by tracking your calories. I think it's a, an important thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, with tracking, like I find it a, a definitely a useful tool, but um, don't then let that come uh, become unhealthy as well. 
Mm. And don't try and hit those macros spot on or don't try and get it to the T each day. You know what I mean? So if you do have a day where there's higher calories one day, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up over it. Get back to eating well the next day. You're going to be fine. Sure. You know, don't sure. get too stringent on the tracking. Don't become too obsessive over that because you can go from one extreme to the other there. Exactly. Yeah, you can replace yeah. one eating disorder or one one bad relationship with food, and then progress onto something else. If you if you get obsessed with it and you're just using it, maybe as a tool just to lose body fat or you know just primarily to have for how you look. You know, if if you're going into it, do it primarily for okay. I want to feel good. I want to know what's going in, and uh, it just gives you it just gives you a rough idea. None of it's spot on anyway. A lot of it is yeah. estimated, but it just gives you a rough idea, and it's, it's, it just gives you a benchmark to work with really. So that's another that's another option for you. Still, yeah. you know, if you, you, you like a healthy relationship with food is is when you eat into nourish nourish uh, your body. And like sure. if you if you do have a bad day, um, don't don't have that um, overwhelming sense of guilt with that. You know what I mean? We all have bad days, including me and Martin. But now we're not going to feel guilty over it, and we're not going to punish ourselves the next day. We know what we need to do exactly. to get back on track. That's it. Over and the next. Day, you know? Oh, for sure, yeah. And um, when it comes to you know, feeling good and um, nutrients, nutrient-dense foods. I mean, I can't stress to you, and, and Andrew will back me up on this, um, how important vegetables are for the body. I mean, some fruit as well, but um, a diet which is rich in a variety of different vegetables, um, primarily organic for certain types of vegetables. Um, but let's just say forget about that side of it now. Just get your vegetables in. Just try and increase the amount of vegetables you have. Don't do anything. You don't have to break any records. You know, you don't have to go to having copious amounts every day. But if you can get to a point where you're just, okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to be mindful. And every day I'm going to try and have some more veg. That is yeah. a game changer. What's your thoughts on that, it's mate? A good, it's a good start as well, mate. Making those small habitual changes is obviously going to help you in the long term as well. But also with the vegetables, you'll find that if you're eating them first during a meal, you're going to be full. So you start eating the meal with, with vegetables. You have an adequate amount of protein and some good fats. And you're less likely to overeat and binge on those carbohydrates then. Exactly, because you're having exactly. a, a numerous different types of fiber as well, which which is gonna um, you know it's gonna give you sustained energy, and not to mention all the uh, the chemical compounds you find in vegetables, which uh, they're linking to all sorts of uh, great health benefits. So um, it's just something simple. It's something everyone knows, but um, you know it's it's a tough one. Like you said, it's a long road to kind of get out of that habit um, of, of eating stuff which comes out of package, you know, because uh, we're, we're kind of brainwashed a bit. And another thing I wanted to, to get Andrew's insight on is, um, is, is, is fats, healthy fats, I mean, uh, and different types of fats, even, even a um, certain amount of saturated fat and even a bit of cholesterol. I mean, it's, it's essential for the body. So um, just, just kind of um, reducing the amount of carbs you eat and, and, and exploring more with the, the healthy fats such as, you know, nuts, avocado, um, oily fish like salmon, mackerel, tuna, herring, any kind of oily fish like that. Um, even some, you know, if you're not a vegetarian, this is, by the way, like um, good quality meat, like grass-fed meat, uh, different types of oil, olive oil, you know, coconut oil, which is, uh, you know, any type of coconut really is just um, contains uh, something called medium-chain fatty acid. So uh, coconuts are really, really good, whether it's the oil or the yogurt, whatever it is, it's another good source of uh, healthy fats. Um, and just exploring the fats and having more veg as opposed to having, you know, bread, pasta and refined sugar. Um, on a daily basis if you can switch over or at least kind of veer towards uh, the veg and the fats a bit more that that is going to open you up and make you learn a bit more about your body as well right Drew yeah definitely for health and longevity in the long term you can you can make a switch over over to that um, obviously what works best for you you know if you don't like a lot of fat then I wouldn't encourage you to do so but 
for health reasons, then, then most definitely, mate. And uh, you can also add um, some coconut products on top of that. I know you've experimented a little bit with like coconut yogurt, mm-hmm. um, which is a delicious little snack, right? So mixing that with blueberries and, and coconut flakes will yeah. work well for you. Um, I also, myself, um, sometimes I'll throw in like, uh, you mentioned cholesterol, I'll throw in days where my cholesterol spiked. Um, and that, that helps with like strength gains in the gym. For sure, yeah. I've also done, I've also done a week to 10 days of high cholesterol. Um, just for um, hormone levels and, and obviously strength gains, but I didn't do that too long because if you do it over a long period of time, you will start getting aches in the joint. So just be aware. Yeah. Detrimental, no? yeah, for sure. It's like anything though, and anything you do too much of, you know, you just gotta, yeah. you, it's like fasting, you fast too much, you know, it's, it's gonna, it could be unhealthy if you do it all the time vigorously, um, you know, like we brushed over on the last on the last episode. But yeah, like when it comes to cholesterol as well and, and saturated fat, I mean, that's, a, that's another myth um, and something which we've been kind of, uh, let's just say lied to about really i mean over the years we've been told that um sugar was okay and having a, a um sorry a high carbohydrate kind of uh, diet was was good as long as you have low fat you know everything has to be low fat and saturated fat is bad it's killing you it gives you heart disease um, most of this is just so inconclusive and basically it's just it's just not correct information so um, having a, having a, a, a you know a small amount of saturated having eggs for example which contain cholesterol mm-hmm. and saturated fat you know if you can get organic eggs that's, that's uh, more more ideal um, and you know meats which contain saturated fat and uh, cholesterol like let's just say you know different types of steak which come from a cow if you can get grass fed it's better but these uh, you know like cholesterol has its has its place for health benefits as well I mean you know like a health, a cholesterol can help fight infection helps transport you know uh, nutrients around the body and uh, fatty acids so it's actually an essential nutrient to have you know so these things and saturated fat you know so you need to have a certain amount of saturated fat in your diet because these two things i just mentioned saturated fat and cholesterol are actually important for hormone production as well so um it's it's the, the studies they've done they haven't actually gone into detail and told us you know that the, the you know the people they they've actually got these the, the way they've got these stats is by uh, most of the time, people who are not healthy people—they, you know, they know they sometimes have a sedentary lifestyle. They—they mix it, mix the refined sugar. Yeah, they drink, and they and, and they mix in the refined sugar with the fat on a regular basis. And no shit, that's going to be bad for your health. But it's not the saturated fat and cholesterol alone which causes problems. So um, ignore that shit, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, you know, people might say as well. Obviously, you're you're take, you're talking about different food food choices. Like um, people say, eat everything in moderation. Which is good, but um, when you have an unhealthy relationship of, with food, chances are there's an underlying issue. So mm-hmm. it's not just psychological. About yeah. It's about, yeah, it could be a psychological issue. It could be stressful. Yeah, exactly. Or a relationship with your partner, or you're not in a relationship, or you're trying to fill a void in your life. That's why you are prone to eating and binging, or you know, and overdoing it with certain foods. Yeah. You may have to take a, a look and come from a more psychological aspect. And fix that first before then going into fixing your diet. Absolutely, yeah, that's it. It's getting to the underlying underlying issues for sure. And um, yeah, I mean, let's just face it: like a healthy diet um, is going to consist of uh, what we evolved, what we evolved eating, which is primarily vegetables, yeah, some fruit, mm-hmm. um, and and a, a, you know a decent amount of um, of animal proteins. Because as you mentioned in the last episode, I mean, you're going to get a lot of nutrients from the fats and and um, and what you find from certain animals, providing the you know where the animals come from, and it's a good source. But yeah, a, a diet should be primarily veg. So we need to get, we need to, we, we can't stress enough. Me, me and Andrew, I mean, Andrew and myself, shall I say, over the last few years have definitely increased, massively increased our 
our the amount of veg we have on a daily basis and um it's made a big difference like it's satiety for example you have a big yeah. plate of veg uh, with each meal and you for sure you're gonna have more sustained energy you're gonna be fuller for longer you're not gonna have uh, as much cravings so that's a that's something simple uh simple i wanted to, to drop in there um so yeah plenty of veg um maybe some animal proteins and a little bit of fruit yeah but again it, it doesn't only come from the food right again it's, it's about um, other issues that all come together really like managing your stress again we'll go into that uh, quality of sleep um, moving while training correctly not not going into high intensity high intensity high intensity all the time when you're sure. stressed out especially like in places like new york and sydney where people are working a lot of hours mm-hmm. and then they feel they need to punish themselves with these crazy workouts and like a poor relationship can stem from like um, the opposite so Oh, yeah, exactly. Staying up late, watching like a stimulating television show, reading a so, stimulating book. That, that's going to dictate that's definitely gonna, time, you know? So that's a very that's a very common thing now as well. People, um, you know, let's just mention things like CrossFit. Yeah, you like CrossFit, don't you, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> nah. He's a CrossFit vegan, right? But a, lot, but a lot of people nowadays want to go balls to wall, doing intense training and stressing their body on a daily basis by hammering themselves in the gym, um, and then while this is doing to the metabolism, then for the you know most of the time it's just gonna. Um, if anything, it's going to slow your metabolism down. If you go in hell for leather, um, you're not de-stressing by kind of counteracting some of that with maybe doing some yoga and focusing on stretching and, and getting your body to, to move well. And you're just going balls to wall all the time. And then your appetite's actually sometimes going to increase anyway because you're burning so many calories. But also you're sending your body the signals and your metabolism the signal to, to slow down. Um, and that's a survival mechanism. So, you know, you should really hone in on fo- and, and focus on moving well focusing on stretching mobility maybe throwing some yoga in there um strength training lifting weights properly and uh just going for whole foods for the most part and you know if you want it, having a crap meal here and there i like to do it's good for your mind so that's not a bad yeah. thing so i mean um just for the most part just try and seek out the whole foods and eat eat less processed foods basically it's pretty straightforward what would you say mate what's your uh your insight now to finish this one off um, just remember that, like, when you eat poorly, you're gonna you're gonna add more guilt, right? So guilt's associated with that, and that's gonna stress you out. And then likelihood is you're gonna eat poorly again because of the stress and the guilt. And it just becomes a vicious cycle. So just be extremely aware of that, and be aware that there's there's bigger psychological aspects to this. Sometimes if you you find that you are doing all the right things, it's still not working. You might have to look a little deeper into that. Exactly. exactly. So just look after your body. Drink plenty of water. Try and eat whole foods for the most time, uh, for the most part, and uh, learn how to train properly. Get proper training programming, um, which you can get through me, by the way. Um, coming soon. Anyway, I just wanted to uh, drop, <laughs> just drop my um, my uh, socials. Uh, go follow me on Instagram at Martin Silver Fitness. Check out my YouTube channel, Martin Silver Fitness, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a, a five star review, preferably. And uh, yeah, watch your Instagram and. You can follow me at Mr. Bond Fitness. And Thank sorry, you. what was your email again for the contacts? Mr. Bond Fitness at gmail.com. Awesome. Thanks for um, chiming in, and, and uh, peace. Thank you, mate.